Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. All right, folks. We're back. And it is Monday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. It's Radio Strongman. Kim Wade, I am coming to you alive from WYAB 103.9 FM. Well, <clears throat> it's the day before election, August 8th, which is on tomorrow. The politicians who have been running for the last several months are, well, they're at the finish line here. And tomorrow they'll be expecting you, hoping that. Granted, you go to the polls and vote and give them your consideration. You've heard candidates here. We're going to be having a governor candidate, gubernatorial candidate, John Witcher, in the studios with us at 5 o'clock. And uh, this first hour is going to be an open forum. We'll be talking about a lot. A lot has happened since we were here last. And, of course, Lieutenant Governor's race. It is hot. It is heated up. Delbert Hoseman has finally come out of his shell, uh, responding to uh, what he tried to sweep under the rug for months and months and months. And that is his attempt to keep under wraps his plan, working with the Democrats. You know what? Bob Hickenbottom has been telling us, I've been telling you, Delbert is working with the Democrats. Now, Bob goes even further, said Delbert is a Democrat. But if he votes with them, works with them, it's the same thing. Look, we're not against bipartisanship and working together. That, that's a different thing. This guy is working to undermine everything that we Christian patriots and rednecks and conservatives and people who love the state, love the country, love our values. He's undermining that at every attempt. And he's doing it under the cover of darkness, trying to hide his hang. And we're going to talk about the fact that Delbert missed the grip and grin luncheon held the first uh, Wednesday <clears throat> of the month up at Hamels. And uh, in attendance this past Wednesday was every candidate under the sun but Delbert. Now, Delbert was seen at a coffee shop with his heels up, chilling, because he doesn't feel like he had to speak to the people. Delbert didn't want to be on record. regarding the judicial redistricting that they have planned for homes in Madison County. Folks, there is a plan underway. See, we're so slow on the pickup. I tried to explain to you, but y'all don't believe the strong man until after the fact when I got to come in here and not gloat, but just merely point out to you that I was right again. But I have broad shoulders. I carry this load graciously. Donut Head will tell you that. But here's the deal. They're working Rankin County, 
trying to get the sheriff's department and the jail system over there in Rankin County under the consent decree of the federal courts, where they will slowly break down law and order in Rankin County. And whenever you have a breakdown of law and order, what are you going to have? An influx of Democrat heads. Which brings us back to Dilbert, Kingfish. Jackson Jambalaya posted a video of some Biden supporters up at the Ridgeland Walmart. I guess it happened Saturday. He posted Sunday morning, Saturday night, whatever. And it was a brawl that took place there in the Walmart. And one of the spectators. Who was filming and said, Y'all don't want to go to jail in Ridgeland. Y'all don't want to go to jail in Madison County. And them girls was fighting, pulling off weaves, wigs, and hair, and clothing. I mean, it was a scene straight out of Jackson. Not straight, but straight out of Jackson. And the sub theme of it was. This is what Delbert has planned when you merge the judicial districts with Holmes and Madison County. You bring in the blue voters of Madison County, you couple them with the voters of Canton, and you start picking off the judges in Madison County with George Soros type DAs who will go with the catch and release program for the people who think it's okay to come to. Ridgeland, Madison, and commit mayhem, crimes, death, and destruction. Delbert, when he tried to avoid commenting on this at the grip and grin, he knows this is what is ensuing with his policies that he's pursuing, along with some Democrat kids. And it has come out that the campaign finance reports is going to show that I, your host, Radio Strongman, right once again. Once you see where the money is coming from out of Holmes County, for not only Delbert, but several of these representatives in Senate races, where they will ensure that the judicial district will be cut the way they want it. Because Holmes County, like Hines County, mismanaged in so many ways, needs the prosperous Madison County to pay for the criminal medical bills that of those who get incarcerated those who have to have trials and retrials and everything else and whenever you have a lot of democrats what are you going to have senseless murder random violence folks general mayhem that clogs up the court system so they got three or four bites at the apple with delbert at the ham they can get a they can get a george sorrows da like we have in hines county one who will go to catch and release. We don't prosecute crimes under $1,000. We don't prosecute crimes that uh, if the victims of a certain race or, you know, doesn't fit the narrative. And when the story broke or when the video broke on Jackson Jambalaya and it was circulated around and Delbert's folks got wind of it, they put the full court press on Kingfish and the video disappeared. The article disappeared. Now why would Delbert be worried about that if it wasn't true? 
because he knows it's true. Folks, their goal is Madison, excuse me, Madison and Rankin are Republican strongholds, along with DeSoto and the Gulf Coast. If they can break up two of those, they have a chance of tilting the state, if not blue, deep purple. Delbert, Bob Hickenbottom tried to warn us, man. But look, y'all go ahead and do it. Look, I understand you can always move to Simpson County. You can always move to Yazoo County. You can all, oh, what's a, what's next? Oh, leak. Yes. Just pick up and move. I would encourage you to do that because Madison is not going to hold the line. But listen, I understand Delbert's got a lot of friends out there. Uh, a lot of people like Delbert. That's fine. You know, because these folks won't take counsel. They don't believe fat meat is greasy. Now you understand why they didn't want to have anybody running against Brandon Presley in the primary. So that Democrat heads would be available to vote for Delbert. Oh, Delbert's a, Delbert's a sly one. He's a sly one. But that's fine. You've been warned. Mary Hawkins, Mayor Mary Hawkins has warned you on her Facebook page. That she's supporting Chris McDaniels for this very one very. I mean, she knows Delbert. Delbert and her go back a ways politically. But see, you got to weigh everything in the balance. Now, you can do whatever you want to do. But at the end of the day, you know, Chris is going to hold the line. And that's why they are afraid of Chris. But now what you're going to see now at the grip and grin last Wednesday, both senators were there, Cindy Hyde and the uh, Wicker, Senator Wicker. Now, I want you to think just as a side note here, Senator Wicker, who's been advocating for a war with Russia. Who has been behind securing almost 200 billion dollars for the Ukrainian war effort and the Ukrainian people. Do you know do you realize the people of America are funding the salaries of the government of Ukraine? Their Department of Labor, their Department of Health and all all their salaries coming from us. Oh, by the way, the retirement plan is being funded by American taxpayers. And I remember Roger Wicker saying, "We got to ensure democracy for Ukraine." This is the same guy watching Trump twist in the wind under this corrupt Justice Department, DOJ, and the corrupt FBI. And uh, he's not interested in justice here, just in Ukraine, because, you know, you get a 10% kickback, I mean, rebate uh, for every dollar you give them. Not to say that the governor, I mean, the senator is taking it, but he ain't denied it. But, uh, I mean, you know, it's on you. But here's the deal, folks. Tomorrow you make your decision. Because now, listen. They've got till 2025 to do the judicial redistricting. Okay? So all Deborah's got to do is whisper whisper past the graveyard for the next 24 hours. Well, the next 27 hours, 25 hours, 27. And then he's in like Flint. And then when the campaign finance reform, uh, reports come out and you look at them, you're going to see, dang, Radio Strongman, right again. Folks, I know these people like the back of my hand. So, what do you intend to do? Your future is tied. Oh, look. 
What can you expect the difference between Delbert and Chris McDaniels? Chris is going to shore up these key committee positions with people who share the values and vision of what's best for the future generations of Mississippi. Delbert is looking for what's best for his gubernatorial run. In order to do that, he's cutting deals. He's cut a deal、uh, with the redistricting that has given the Democrats a good chance of taking another North Jackson, formerly red House of Representatives、uh, seat. The seat that you see uh, being uh, pursued by the right Reverend Bishop, Cardinal, Apostle, Deacon, Dwayne Pickett. All courtesy of Delbert. When Delbert says he's looking out for you, that should be the only thing you worry about. But anyway, I don't want to seem like I'm dropping salt on the big D. But tomorrow you're going to decide whether or not you. Folks, you need to have seen the video that Kingfish had. Look, it, it was so indicting of what Delbert is bringing and plan on bringing to Madison County. They. I mean, they used the full court press on Kingfish. When he woke up to the horse's head in his bed, he knew he had to take it down or else. I'm just saying, man. Our number is 601 879 0002. Complete exteriors, roofing, and gutters, bringing you that hotline number. Add your nickels and dimes to the marketplace of ideals, and we'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. Oh, one of our listeners, Steve, just made a great point, a couple of great points. For those of you who think this is not serious about the judicial redistricting, if, if Mayor Hawkins t e l l you she's concerned, Hoss, you need to be concerned too. Now, this is going to include Chancery Court judges too. So when you get a Holmes County Chancery Court judge, Whose residence is out of Holmes County, ruling on schools and equity and funding for both counties? How do you think that's going to work? Dude, there's so much going Folks, I'm telling you, they are working to break down the red, what they believe is a red stranglehold on Madison and Rankin County. You won't take counsel. And all you businesses out there who are big Delbert supporters, okay, when you get served process and you end up in court before a Holmes County back plaintiff attorney judge, now you can be standing there with your finger in your rear end looking crazy talking about what? What? But Delbert will at least know that you had his back. And guess who's going to have your back pulling your pants down? Let's go to Steve. Hey, Steve. And guess who's going to have your back pulling your pants down? Let's go to Steve. Hey, hey Kim Wright. Hey. Listen, you, you, you left out part of it. Go ahead.、Uh, uh, you, you, you hit on the very important part the, the schools and the, and,、uh, the government uh, uh, setup. But there's a more pressing financial. Your,、uh, your homeowners. And your car insurances will go up. 
Why because it? a lot of this is being funded by trial lawyers. Hmm. And all these homeowners with all those million-dollar policies and all those SUVs with half-million-dollar coverage, listen, there's nothing better than to drag one of them in front of a Holmes County judge. You know, I hadn't even thought of that. Man, that's like hitting a pinata full of gold. Uh, well, that's how Finn Finn, they, sh- they shopped and found some judges in Adams County that would that would uh, entertain, uh, well, uh, entertain uh, uh, multiple litigations. You are absolutely and, and correct. That's, and that's exactly what they're setting up here. Let me tell you about Delbert. Ooh. Delbert is first and foremost a lawyer. I have uh, unfortunately had the opportunity to sit across the table from him. He is foremost, and all his friends are lawyers, and all his buddies are lawyers. Hmm. And, uh, man, it, it this thing goes so much further than just a little, uh, let's, uh, let's redraw a few lines. And, and the thing about it is, the people that he's doing all this for, he's not encouraging them to emulate the success of the places that they're trying to take over. He just want them, he just want them to have access to all the goods. And as you pointed out, man, this is putting all these businesses. And you okay. reminded us about Fin Fin. You're absolutely. I remember going up to the Holmes County Courthouse. Well, uh, of course, uh, uh, Keith, <laughs> you you set us all straight way back, Bud. This is a game. That's right. This ain't nothing but a trial lawyer's gang. And some are Republicans, or some are Democrats, and they all feed out of the same trough. Mm. Wow. Brother, that is illuminating. That is enlightening. Well, it's, it ain't, it's just right there in front of your face. It, it really is. I, 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 well, see, people's I, eyes I mean, glaze over. They Their eyes glaze over when you're talking about redistricting they don't realize the implication and you just highlighted some more permutation folks these people sit back at night they wake up in the morning while you are on your way to work and you're thinking about the golfing weekend you got planned these people are planning on how they can control your life well they you know uh, uh the, the the perfect man does not uh 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 listen to the the ungodly or walk in the path of the center or sit in the seat of the scorner mm. and they've apparently formed a round table <laughs> king god king delbert <laughs> yes well <laughs> uh, all i can tell you is uh, a friend of mine said he's one of the biggest weasels i ever knew and i said i i, I don't think i'm going to argue with you today well, like I said, I I know Delbert from the WJNT days, and as I and I tell people, he's an egotistical mess. You you would think that he would not, you know, he think he'd be at home. He's he's not. He's an he's an egotistical mess. The bottom line well, is he's really into Delbert big time. Well, uh, uh, I'm as willing. Well. Me personally, I'm going to give Chris McDaniel a chance tomorrow. Me too. And and, and I do. I, I recommend. With you. And, mm-hmm. and and and. Uh, he sh- he can show us what he's got, and uh, we'll evaluate it as we go along. Amen, brother. Steve, you have brought illumination to this station. Thank you, Oh, uh, look, quit. Later, <laughs> bye. <laughs> All right. No, real talk, though. Folks, again, see, these people, 
This is what George. I told you about the time I went, I went to pick up a client at the Cabot Lodge, which was once up on North State Street, the old Holiday Inn, turned into the Cabot Lodge. It was on a Saturday morning. I was picking them up to go look at some houses. They were relocating here to Jackson, yada, yada. And while I'm downstairs waiting on them to come down in the, I guess, the conference room or whatever you want to call it, there was a group of liberals. You know, the purple hair, the sandals, and, you know, the unkempt look. You know, you know how they do. And they were in there. I mean, this was an off season. There was no elections. I mean, there was no elections on the horizon for that year, at that time anyway. And they were in there plotting about getting out the vote from the different various minorities and community groups. Folks, they don't sleep. D- the Democrats learned long ago that if they couldn't t- take over a red state like Mississippi, all you got to do is get people like they did in Georgia. They got the secretary of state running as a Republican, but is actually a Democrat. And he threw the election to the Democrats in 2020. And he did it again in 2022. Folks, I'm telling you, see, this is the reason why I I tell people you're going to have to fight for your freedoms, whether you want to or not. You got too many folks out there who won't take this fight serious. They think, well, I'll vote for Michael Guest this time, even though I know Cassidy's probably a patriot and yada, yada, yada. You know, Mike's a good guy. I remember him. We used to, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm telling folks, Mike's got a damn Hitler youth haircut. Whatever signs do you need? The man's 50 years old, walking around with a Hitler youth haircut. All he needs is a little stash like Hitler. You can't, I mean, the, I tell people there's not a dime's worth of difference between Democrat kids and many people on the conservative side. They won't get informed. They don't believe what's before their eyes. But I'm telling you, Delbert is playing for keeps. He's working with Presley, it looks like. Anyway, who do we have? Okay. The bottom line is, folks, John Witcher, Dr. John Witcher, and Chris McDaniels, who I'm voting for, for on tomorrow. We need to send a message that the BS has got to stop. And as Steve said, you know, we had uh, Bob Anderson, who I would urge you to support on tomorrow also, District 58. He was talking about the great quality of public schools that he enjoyed coming up and how it held him in good stead through his life. Folks, if you're going to maintain that, you actually have to do something. Well, but I like Delbert so much. Okay, fine. Sacrifice Delbert, get rid of the public schools, and you just pay for private schools. Well, many of you reasons why you left Jackson. Because you figure, well, what I'm paying for private schools, I can put into a house and send my kids to good public schools. Well, you get ready to screw all that because you like Delbert. Black folks in the second district do the same thing with Benny. Man, they groaning under the pain of the poverty that man's got them under. They staggering around, looking crazy. I love Benny. I promise, man. He said, fish fries that once every four years is good for my skin, man. I'm hungry, but my skin is so smooth. These people are idiots. But no, I ain't calling you an idiot. But you know, you know, come on. And then you businesses out there with all these Delbert signs in your yard. When you get that Holmes County plaintiff back sponsored judge. (laughs) Pay. 
Grab the ankles. Green weenie is coming. Strong man tried to tell you. Mayor Hawkins tried to tell you. Steve tried to tell you. But you won't take counsel. Again, Hines County is coming to Madison County. But anyway, hey, I ain't mad at you. I'm voting for Chris and I'm voting for John Witcher tomorrow. We're going to. All right, folks, we're back and it is Monday, day before election. Now more than ever, you need this number, the AC doctor. Folks, it's 100 degrees out there, folks. We live in the subtropics, and if your AC is not working properly, well, your comfort is their concern. Give the AC doctor a call, 601-706-4551, 601-706-4551. The AC doctor stands at the ready to help you with your heating and cooling needs. And you can catch him online, the ACDR.com. That's ACDR, that DR stands for doctor, ACDR.com. Schedule your appointment, and one of their trained technicians will come out and get you up and running. Not only that, they'll point out to you whether or not your system is performing optimally and the things that you could do to get it operating. And this is how you know when your system's working op- optimally. And that means you're not jumping up and down, constantly having to adjust the, uh, the thermostat all the time. That's right, folks. There is a method to the madness, and the AC doctor understands it completely. 601-706-4551. All right, folks. Also, we want to remind you on tomorrow, there are several other candidates. And I got a clip. Mr. Producer, I sent you something. Uh, I got a clip. Well, I don't know if I should even intermix the presidential thing. Uh, Judge Joe Brown. Remember Judge Joe Brown had the TV series? He handicaps the indictment against Donald Trump. Folks, those folks are going to be embarrassed. They are going to be embarrassed. It's, uh, I, I sent it to your phone. Okay. Uh, they're going to be embarrassed about what's coming down. And it proves what I've been telling you about these black prosecutors. And that is they are stunt men and women. They are gatekeepers for this evil. You got it? I'm not a producer. Folks, I just want you to listen. Listen for yourself. Mr. Producer, keep your hand on the button there because I think he's got one curse word in there. I'll let you know. All right. Um, let's get into it. Donald Trump, right? Trump arrives in court today to face charges of trying to overturn the election defeat. Donald Trump, today he left Bedminster, New Jersey, and he headed down to Washington to the federal building to appear in a federal court on charges related to his efforts to overturn 2020 presidential election. He is accused of conspiring with allies to spread falsehood and concoct schemes to overturn his election loss to President Joe Biden. Law enforcement have increased security at federal business, blah, blah, blah. Um, So he's indicted. He's indicted on charges that he tried to overturn the 2020 presidential election. Take it from there. What did I tell you about Bill Cosby? What'd you tell me? When I said what was going to ultimately happen with the case? Well, get thrown out. Yeah, on constitutional grounds. In this case, the Fifth Amendment. Same thing here. Let me read you something that Dershowitz put out and about, and it's quite valid and to the point. Uh, and guess what? You think your ass is slick, 
But what might happen is it comes back and bites you. Now, what's going to bite him? Trump or? No, not Trump. The Democratic Party and the federal prosecutors and their witnesses. This is the case. What the press, press, the principle is, if you make an intentional misstatement or misrepresentation to a federal officer or agency, that is a crime. And I had a whole lot of cases where my clients had 27 counts, 14 counts, and I beat every count except the one that said they made a knowingly false statement to a federal officer or agency. Mm-hmm. What was the nature of the federal offense? This kind of thing. Sir, we're in here. We want to look into this situation where you are alleged to have helped a number of individuals engage in bank fraud. Now, they just told him. He says, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Well, they have no case on him except that one because they just told him what the case was about. He was in there for bank fraud, assisting somebody to commit bank fraud. (laughs) So after they told him that, they've got that recorded and they've got him saying, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, they just told him. So now I get him acquitted on every single count of the indictment, but the one that says he made a knowingly false statement to a federal officer. See, that's what they do. And the one here is predicated on this problem. And what is that? What is that? That is because Trump's conversation said, I want everybody to engage in a peaceful and lawful demonstration. That was part that was omitted when they made the presentation to the grand jury. So that's a knowing false statement or omission or an omission of a vital aspect of the case to a federal agency, in this case, a grand jury. So everybody who is responsible for not revealing that is technically subject to prosecution for a federal felony. So Dershowitz said it right. He's a smart man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to mention the judge. So the judge that's appointed to this trial is Tanya Cutcane. Um She's got to go. She, she's got too much baggage. She needs to be recused. She needs to be recused because apparently the law firm where she came from at one point was associated with Hunter Biden. She was appointed as a federal judge under the Obama administration by um, former President Barack Obama. They say she is a tough, she's a tough judge, a tough sentencing judge when it came to the January 6th rioters. Um, yeah, she can't ask because they're helpless, but the bottom line is she's got to go. Uh, she's got too close a connection and actually represented the son, Biden, on the other side. So she's 61-year-old judge nominated by President Barack Obama and was technically confirmed by the Senate without opposition after a more contentious 5440 
um, Volt, born in Jamaica, graduated from University of Pennsylvania. She's married to a D.C. Superior Court judge, Peter Carthammer, Carthammer, some mess like that. I believe. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. It's, it's another one that she doesn't use her husband's last name. Yeah, wow, wow, wow. Um, it's also said that, um, uh, second son, who's that? Blah, blah, blah. I was counsel. Oh, so Boyes Skeller has a strong connection to the Democratic Party. <laughs> Second son, Hunter Biden, whose dad, President Biden, is likely to face Trump 2024 election, was of counsel at the firm from 2019 to 2014. Um, her resume includes, so she worked at a firm that was in connection with or represented it, um, Hunter Biden. Mm-hmm. There's so, all yeah. kinds of conflicts there. Uh, right. Right. So um, just this whole. Well, here, here's what it is. Mm-hmm. See, Jack Smith goes in front of a grand jury to get an indictment against Trump. Smith intentionally omitted to advise the grand jury that his January 6th statement, including the following, included the following quote. Mm-hmm. Go peacefully and patriotically to the Capitol when he addressed the grand jury. He left that out. And see, Very that important. makes a hell of a difference if you're saying to their whole case when you say that. Because basically, for the last 234 years, you can advocate all kinds of things because the First Amendment isn't just about speech. It says the right to assemble Mm -hmm. and petition the government for redress of grievance shall not be abridged. Petition does not have to be in writing by long decisions, that ancient decisions. It can be by demonstration or protest. And if somebody gets unruly, that does not mean that you are liable for the independent actions of somebody that happened to be in the demonstration that you organized. You can say fight. You can say all kinds of inflammatory things. There is no crime about even intentionally misstating a circumstance as long as you're not doing it to a federal officer. You can harangue an audience with a misstatement or deliberate falsehood all you want if you are not specifically trying to evoke a specific type or a specific act of violence, you're free. But you see, these idiots didn't study the Constitution. And let they're me, that. Let me, wait, wait, wait. Let me play this clip real quick. Let me play this clip. You know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. So. He said that's what the First Amendment says, the right to assemble and re uh, 
petition the government for redress of grievance. By the way, in my studies, and I had a political science major from UCLA, the third most popular complaint in American political history is that the election in question was corrupted or corrupt. So it's nothing new. Hell, look what Hillary and the Justice Department did claiming that the Russians beat her out of the election. But but his indictment has nothing to do with January 6th. Right. It's about the election. Folks, they have no case. These black prosecutors are being used as gatekeepers, coon dogs, and plantation police. This is merely to interfere with the 2024 election. And all you pastors out there, you bishops, you cardinals, you apostates, popes, and all the rest of y'all who putting your hand on this man and you know this man is innocent, all you doing is undercutting the commission you say God gave you to stand in that pulpit. All for political gain. Hoss, you're showing where your allegiance lies. It costs something to follow Christ. It costs something to do right. And you're not interested. Because Al Sharpton done gave you that little sack. You got that bag. And you're happy. You're happy now. And as Mobile Bob say, I hate to be chained to you when you see, uh, when you leave this world. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back. As you heard, they have no case. But guess what? The case coming out of Georgia is set up the same way. They took the phone call and omitted portions of the phone call, and they're using that in front of the grand jury. They have no case. And to all you doubt who Trump is spiritually, look, the man's been out here on the world stage, has 10,000-plus employees worldwide, 500, 600 companies, and they can't find anything other than lying on him? Let's go to Mobile Bob. Hey, man. Hey, man. What up? <laughs> yeah, the, there are so many people who I wouldn't want to be handcuffed to when, when they go see Jesus. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I've said Joe Brown before, and he's definitely, I think the new word is what, when, you're, when you're down solid with something and you understand that you're base. <clears throat> I think that's new what they say now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's been base for, uh, for years, and he's totally right. They have no case. And he said, charge him with oh, trying to overturn the 2020 election. And again, how was he going to do that? I get the, what they're trying to say is he's, you know, pressuring Pence to uh, send it back to the state. Mm-hmm. As if a, that's a legal recourse that he was a, that that could have been allowed. And you know what? To, to that point, Pence himself is on record as saying there is no controlling legal precedence for him to do what the president acts. Well, wait a minute. That means that somebody had to challenge it. That doesn't mean that it was illegal. It's just that nobody's ever done that before. These people are yeah. full of crap. They just, they're scared of him. And that's why yeah. I want him. And again, what was the harm in what Trump did? Okay, how was you harmed, Biden? How was anybody harmed? Mm-hmm. They weren't. So what, what is the uh, president for you to uh, uh, charge Trump with anything? And you wait right up until right before the, uh, during the, the election year to launch these charges so that he would have less time to uh, beat them and uh, move on. Uh, but, and we'll also just be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, it, I mean, like you say, it's just it's reeks of judicial uh, tyranny. And like Joe Brown said, they do this to other people. Oh, well, I, never, I don't know what you're talking about. 
Oh, see, we just told you, told you what we're talking about. Now, you, now you lie because you say you didn't know what we were talking about. <laughs> That's the games they play. Yeah, these prosecutors are just completely out of control. Well, Attorney Lisa Ross told me a long time ago: you do not talk to the feds without a lawyer. Just tell them till I get my lawyer. Peace, <laughs> Mobile. We're up against the break, brother. We got Doctor right, John Witcher coming in the next hour. We're going to light it up going into the election. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we are back, and it is Monday, the day before the election. Using the full weight of my local influence, I've secured the presence of one Dr. John, John Killer Witcher in the studios. How you doing, Dr. John? Doing good, doing good, Kim. Good to be back with you. It's good to be back. People say, Kim, why are you so loud today? Because I've been with Sylvia all day long, so that's the way we're talking. <laughs> Anyway, we got Dr. John in the studios. This is the day before the election, and of course, we're encouraging everybody to go out to the polls. We've had a slew of candidates here in the studios, uh, and of course, uh, we've had uh, Dr. Um, excuse me, not Dr. I keep calling Leon Seals for constable there in uh, uh, District Two there in Hines County. David L. Archie in District Two. Uh, we had uh, Bo Ander- Bob Anderson in Fifty Eight District there in Madison, and of course. Uh, we have Dr. John Witcher, and he's running and then looking for your support on tomorrow. Dr. John, tell us about the campaign. How you feeling? How's it looking? Oh, it's looking great, Kim. We, we've been crisscrossing the state. You know, the, nobody wants Tate Reeves. I mm-hmm. mean, that, that's the general consensus. You know, I mean, I, everywhere we go, I, I, I had a long platform, my opener, but then I just finally got where <laughs> I'm, I'm John Witcher running for governor on public <laughs> ticket. If you don't want to vote for Tate Reeves, you vote for me. And they just light up. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got my vote. Yeah. So uh, he is not well-liked for, I guess, many reasons. I think the flag is a big issue. I mean, lots of people just He want, did lie on that. Now. Yeah. He, he stabbed us in the back. Right? Yeah, he want, people wanted to vote, so they're, they're upset over that. So I think lots of folks are going to come out tomorrow just to vote against Tate Reeves. And so, um, so if I we think, don't win this outright, I, I believe we'll go on a runoff. I just can't see Tate Reeves getting over 50% of the vote. He's got to get 51% of the vote to win the primary, and mm-hmm. I just don't see that happening. Well, you've been running hard, and uh, uh, you've been all over the state, and you say the reception's been good here the last couple of days, but you've been received well in the rest of the state as you traveled around? Oh, yeah, Kim. I mean, we I grew up on the Mississippi Gulf Coast and Ocean Springs, Biloxi, so I have lots and lots of folks down there. I still have family down there, relatives, and uh, we've been down there multiple times. We've been to Diamond Head. We've been to Harrison County, Ocean Springs, Pascagoula, you know, all those places, Gulfport. We have a lot of support down there. We also, of course, have a lot of support right here in central Mississippi. Brooke and I, we live in Flowood. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been here for several decades and so in the central Mississippi area. So we have lots of people in Rankin County, Madison, even Hines County that, that support us. Uh, we have, we've been to Meridian several times. We've been to Vicksburg. We have a lot of support over there. Been to Tupelo a, a lot. So we have a lot of support up in Tupelo. And that goes back, you know, we've been in this – a long time. A couple of years ago is when we started Mississippi Against Mandates. And so that's a group that fought against these COVID shots, uh, people losing their jobs, had to be mandated to take COVID shots. So we've been in this uh, race for a long time on a, uh, you know, we didn't go to, I'm, I'm a medical doctor. You know, I've never been a, a, a politician, but uh, politics came to the healthcare field. I didn't go to politics. And so we, we've got, we've had a large group of from two years ago with Mississippi Against Mandates and, and stopping these shots and helping people get exempt. So And treating COVID patients. So 
we have a big following. We've been to DeSoto several times up there at Hernando, and then we were at when uh, uh, Major Ta- Taylor Green spoke. We were up there with her on that day, and so uh, we've got uh, just a big following all over the state. We've put out. Uh, uh, we've got a lot of radio commercials. We've got three billboards. We've got a large billboard in Tupelo, one in uh, here on Lakeland Boulevard, and one down on I-10 on the coast. Mm-hmm. We've put out four by eight signs. We've probably got two to three hundred of those four by eight signs all over Mississippi. I personally, with the help of Brooke and my son-in-law and one other person, I've put out 150 of those four by eight signs. So putting them down in the ground, you know, putting the steel stakes in with a power pole driver, mm. hanging them up. So so we've got them out there. They're, you know, they're they're big, four-by-eights, and so that's gotten a lot of attention. Of course, we're big on fa- on our social media accounts. So we feel like, you know, this is going to – if I don't win it outright, I, I believe we'll go in the runoff. Well, you're running hard. And, you know, first of all, I want to tip my hat to you for even offering yourself up to run. Uh, you know, a lot of people say something needs to be did. Some going to have to be did, yada, yada, yada. Well, you did it. You put your hat in the ring. And now you're asking for their support on tomorrow. These last few hours, uh, last 24 hours or so, uh, what are you asking the people to do? What can they do for your campaign? What well, do you need I mean, do? they need to go vote. <clears throat> go <throat> vote. And, uh, you know, and, and of course, you can donate. Uh, WitcherForGovernor.com. That's W-I-T-C-H-E-R. And then for for governor dot com, and you can donate there. I mean, we uh, you know we, we're pretty much self funded and grassroots. So I mean, we've gotten donations from lots of folks. You know, that hundred dollar donation, two, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred dollar donation. Uh, you know, Tate Reeves is, has nine million dollars. Uh, we've spent uh, about sixty, seventy thousand dollars is is what the official record said. Plus the stuff I spent out of my pocket, just like coming over today. You know, right? right? This is. So we're we're definitely uh, uh, under underfunded as far as uh, competing, but hey, I, ble- I believe in miracles. I believe in David and Goliath. I believe that God called me to run this race, mm-hmm. and so you know if God wants me there, hey, well, you know there's there. there, there, there's several things that could come out of this, and you know we can't we don't know the mind of God, but we know that we're to stand where He tells us to stand. Now, Tate. And these elected officials need to know the discontent that people feel about the policies that they engaged in. That it's clear now that they had to know earlier on than they're giving us now that this thing, whole thing was bogus. They ruined a lot of lives. And Tate seems like he doesn't have to, he feels like he doesn't have to account for it. And I, and I think that's, that, that arrogance is the reason why I'm going to vote for you. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of people see that. I mean, he... I mean, in his state of state address uh, the early, earlier in the year, I mean, he didn't even mention COVID. Mm-hmm. The, the biggest thing that happened in his, in his whole uh, governorship, and he doesn't even want to talk about mm-hmm. it. You know, we definitely need to talk about it. We need to talk about why he deferred all things COVID to Dr. Thomas Dobbs, a radical mm-hmm. leftist who, who enjoyed shutting us down. He, he loved to say draconian measures. He did. He, I mean, he just loved it. He loved the whole masking up. He loved closing our businesses, our schools, our churches. And, uh, you know, he vilified medications like ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine that were working on these COVID patients. And many doctors around Mississippi were using them, including myself. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, patients did not have to die if they would have gotten the correct medications. But yet uh, Dr. Thomas Dobbs, with Tate backing him, uh, vilified it. And they pushed the shots at all costs. You know, Tate Reeves went on Facebook and he got the shot and promoted the shot, you know, as as safe. And uh, now when people are being injured— 
disabled and some dying, they don't want to talk about it. Yep. So we're no gonna, accountability. That 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 is unconscionable. Now, uh, it's come out uh, that these vaccine makers were making up different batches of vaccine and the Pfizer representative before a congressional uh, uh, committee down in Australia admitted that what they were taking was not the same thing they were giving everybody else. And so I would imagine that our elected officials were getting that same saline solution or whatever else. they. It wasn't the vaccine. Yeah, we, we don't know. I mean, we really don't. We know that. I mean, that is one issue we have. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, Dr. Jancy Chung Lindsay, who is uh, on our advisory board for Mississippi Against Mandates, and uh, she's with us. She's with us on there with Dr. Peter McCullough and other mm-hmm. doctors around the country, and also right here in Mississippi. And uh, yeah, w- that's one of the big things. She's a toxicologist. They've looked at these different vials. Uh, you know, it does seem like some batches are different than others. They're, they're, mm-hmm. They go through a different manufacturing process. We really don't know what's in there. I mean, there's things like what we call plasmids. And these are uh, contaminants that are not supposed to be in there. And these definitely can cause problems. It can cause your, uh, I mean, it can affect your DNA. So there's uh, lots of reasons to, to pull these shots off the market. One of them is just is just bad production yeah. and not being manufactured appropriately. But look, so bottom line is we don't know what mRNA is. It's just experimental. We don't know what it's going to do long term. Folks, we also have in the studios with us this lovely bride, Brooke. Miss Brooke, how are you doing today? Man, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm really I excited see. about tomorrow. I see. Mm-hmm. Well, number one, it'll finally be over, and then you can get back to your life and the grands Ooh, and all it's that. It's not going to be over. We're going to have a runoff. At yeah. least we're going to have a runoff. We're, well, we're just gearing up for the next two weeks. We're really thinking that's that's likely. All right. Now, uh, what are your thoughts on the race? What is it you like to uh, tell the people and encourage, et cetera? Well, I, I got to tell you, I'm just so proud of my husband. Mm-hmm. He has shown courage from day one regarding this whole COVID debacle. Right. He stood for treating his patients the right way from the beginning, he had great success mm-hmm. with that. And he managed to keep people alive in the hospital when they didn't even know what the dangers were. Mm. And he didn't allow that fear of the disease to keep him from taking care of the patients. And I think that was one crisis that happened early on is they just denied people care. Yeah. And never in the history of medicine has has that happened where the doctors were advised to do nothing until until there was a crisis situation. So he stood, he did the right thing there. He made the right decisions in the beginning. And, you know, moving further on down, you know, he, I I was just dumbfounded at the whole idea of a non-essential person. Mm. There's no such thing as a non-essential Mississippian or a non-essential business in Mississippi. We needed every single person to be pulling and taking care of things. And I could see maybe isolating the the really at risk people like you might do a cancer patient or something but isolating people away it was absolutely the wrong thing to do from the very beginning and we could see that um i was irate at the at the masking and the treating children as if they were a disease right. what kind of psychological harm and impact did that have long term we we see now teachers are telling us you know third fourth grade teachers are telling us as kids are are not they can't even hold a pencil correctly they're traumatized from being isolated mm. and you know i i actually heard one of our health officers blame the death of a of a grandmother on the child you know what business do they have to do that 
And I, I just really, that's, they've traumatized kids. They've traumatized elderly by leaving them alone and mm-hmm. isolated. And um, it's just wicked. It's wicked to yeah. me. And, you know, and that's what uh, your husband is saying, and I would agree. There has to be accountability. Even if they, even if there are those out there who don't want to go over everything that happened, you got to have someone who's going to say, well, we're not going to do this again. That's right. You know, because, I mean, we're all want to, you know, protect the public health, yada, yada, yada. But these people trafficked in our trust, and now they don't want to talk about it. When they were on TV four or five hours a day when they were pushing this this whole scheme. And shut scheme. down the reservoir? Yeah. They shut down the reservoir. What kind of sense did that make? You know, they shut down all the parks. You know, they just wanted us to go home and watch Contagion on Netflix and get scared, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it, it was crazy. But for now, I'm so proud of him because he has traveled this state and he's told the truth. He's brought his message forth. And just bringing out the truth, no telling how many lives that has saved right there because it's it's eye-opening. It makes people just, you know, we want to we want to just move forward. It's natural to just want to move forward and go along. But we, if we do that, we will not be prepared for the next pandemic. And we know that there's one cooking up Absolutely. because we got an election year coming. And I don't want to have a weak leadership that just lays down to whatever the feds say to do and you know they were paid to do this they didn't do it for no good reason you know they they spent tons of money promoting it to people that you know even to the school boards we found out they were getting money to mask the children Mm -hmm. and they had to follow these guidelines in order to get the money no matter what kind of harm it was doing to the kids they were ruthless in their application they were we're talking with dr john witcher and his lovely bride brooke we have sylvia on the line hello sylvia hey hi i just wanted to say doctor my mother and i are voting for you in the morning thank you so much thank you all right. Well, I'm looking forward to casting my vote. And yeah. can you stop making fun of me? Yeah. Anyway, we, have a I, good evening. Okay, Sylvia. Stop yelling at me. All right, folks, let's take a quick break. Our number is 601-879-0002. The Complete Exteriors Roofing and Gutter Hotline. It's available to you right now at 879-0002. All right, folks, we're back. And it is Monday, the day before election. And, of course, candidate Dr. John Witcher's in the studios. He's asking for your consideration on tomorrow. He asks, Doc, what what do you want the people? We know you want them to vote, but what about them getting their friends and family? Yeah, let's get out there. Uh, Brooke, Brooks, go ahead, Brooke. What do, you, what do you want to tell them? Well, tomorrow is eight. It's the eighth month, the eighth day. And in Scripture, eight is new beginnings. Mm. And I believe we need a new beginning here in Mississippi. And this is for dedication as well. And so my challenge would be to send eight and even better yet, 80 or maybe 88 friends an invitation to uh, that you're supporting John Witcher and you request that they would do the same so we can have a fresh start in Mississippi. And, you know, the uh, uh, the Democrats are good about sending out text messages all day long in fact i think there are people at the polling places are saying hey you know this person hadn't voted and uh, you know you need to call them and whatever they need to do folks we need to take it upon ourselves to do these very same things uh, we don't have the apparatus that they have but we supposedly have the love of country and we are understanding of where our country dr john you were just mentioning about the dire straits 
uh, we find our country in, and people have been telling you that they're concerned about the future. Absolutely. Yeah, I just want to add, too, when you text somebody, just text them that witcherforgovernor.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, text them that so they can go directly to our website, and they, they can see our whole platform, and they can donate. There's a donate button there. So um, do that. They can learn about us. Yeah, the, people are concerned. Mm-hmm. You know, the Mississippians, uh, they're concerned. They want election integrity, Kim. Mm-hmm. They feel like the presidential election of 2020 was stolen. Uh, certainly there was a lot of cheating. And they're concerned about next year. And I'll tell you, most of the Mississippians, conservatives that I've been dealing with, they like Donald J. Trump. Mm-hmm. They feel like he needs another chance. Mm-hmm. And I support that. I endorse Donald J. Trump because I think if anybody can bring our economy roaring back. Yeah, he did it he, before. He, he did it before. Mm-hmm. You put America first. You put business first. You bring back uh, business to the United States. But also you do things like putting tariffs. You know, when China or, or whatever country wants to underhandedly uh, do business with us, well, you just you play hardball with them. Mm. Put a tariff on them, and suddenly they won't, they'll, they'll do what you say. You have to play hardball with these folks, and Donald J. Trump knows how to do it. He needs four more years in there because he, uh, I mean, our, our interest rates have doubled. Our mm. gas prices have doubled. 401Ks are dropping. People aren't stupid. They well, see all this. They're mm-hmm. having problems paying their bills. We have Biden inflation. When Biden printed $5 trillion out of thin air, I mean, it, it just lowered our value of our dollar bill. People know that. We have Andy on the line. Hey, Andy. How you doing, sir? Hey. Hey, you're how you there. doing? All right. Go ahead. Is this Dr. Witcher? He's there. He's sitting right here. Hey, this is Andy uh, from Pearl River County. <clears throat> uh, I, just want, I just wanted to ask you where you stand on red flag laws and our Second Amendment and Medicaid expansion. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Brooke was talking to me when. when That's you our friend, Andy. Yeah, Andy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Andy Riston. Oh, hey, hey. Yeah, Rich Riston. Okay. Hey, so, John. Yay, buddy. So you asked about the Second Amendment where I stood? Red flag laws, Second Amendment, and Medicaid expansion. Yeah. The yes, sir. Second Amendment, I'm, I'm pro-guns. I believe that the Constitution is clear. The Second Amendment, we, we have guns to protect ourselves, to protect our families, not just to hunt, but we, uh, that's, that's the Constitution. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm all for guns. Uh, as far as the... Um, the uh, Medicaid expansion, if Medicaid expansion would cure all of our problems, uh, I'd be for it, but, but it's not. You know, the public health department is coming forward. Uh, Dr. Dan Edney, who's the new state health officer, he, he went uh, saw a hearing where he went in front of the, uh, the uh, ju- legislators earlier in the year when they were in session, and he was saying that all these hospitals, rural hospitals are closing, so we need Medicaid expansion. Medicaid expansion is not going to keep rural hospitals open. Each rural hospital ha- has its own uh, problems. Mm-hmm. You have to look at each hospital. You can't put them all in a box. Some of them just have poor management. Some of them uh, need doctors or providers, whether it be doctors or nurse practitioners in the community. There's lots of reasons why hospitals are not making money. But first and foremost, before you tell me a hospital is going broke, I want that administrator to, to show me their books, okay? Uh, these administrators are a lot like politicians. You, you can't believe what they say just on, on taking their word for it. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a fact. I've been dealing with these folks for a long time with contracts, and I can tell you stories, uh, uh, long stories about these folks that, uh, you know, they'll, they'll, you, you, you can't just believe what they say. So I'd want to look at each hospital setting and see what's going on with each one of them. You're the first person I heard say that publicly, at least this first time I'm hearing it, 
about looking at these hospitals individually because they give you the emotional pull. Oh, the people ain't got no health care. And then some of these counties, they don't have the demographics to support. Uh, well, I mean, I could tell you, you know, some hospitals are, you know, take Kapai County, for example, mm-hmm. Hazelhurst. Right. They just built the $30 million hospital, and it's doing fine down there. Okay? So uh, that's the demographics that you would say, well, that hospital should be broke. Mm-hmm. But it's not. I mean, they, they, they bring in services. Uh, you know, they, first of all, take care of their doctors. You've got to have doctors in the local community that will admit to your hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got to uh, be there for them. You've <laughs> got to provide the right service. You, you've got to uh, – uh, and then you have to do some things that, uh, you know, uh, provide other, other services. So really management is a real key to these hospitals. A lot of these county-owned hospitals – can be a problem because a lot of times they're top-heavy. They have too many employees. You know, the county supervisors run these hospitals, mm-hmm. and everybody and their grandma gets a job down there. And so you just have to run it like a business. And uh, so there's there's lots of areas to look at. Um, so, so yeah. I, that I, expertise we need, folks. We need somebody with a medical background. We don't need another politician in the governor's seat. We need right. someone, particularly with them using the health care uh, industry as a, as a cudgel, to beat the American citizens into submission. So we need someone to be able to call a spade a spade and call BS when they see it. Uh, Folks, Dr. John Witcher is your choice. I I encourage you to give him your consideration on tomorrow. And he mentioned the Second Amendment and red flag laws. Yeah, well, well, John, uh, Brooke, you listening? Yeah, mental, oh, yeah. People with mental illness getting guns. Those are the, the Hunter Bidens the answer, of the world. Those, <laughs> those are the answers that I was looking for, and you answered them correctly, sir. All right. Thank we you. appreciate you and all you're doing in your area to bring freedom and truth, and, and uh, this yes, is ma'am. one truth teller right here. Thank you, brother. We appreciate you, Andy. Yes, sir. Thank uh, you so much. All right. You know, uh, uh, one of the... One of the provisions, uh, purviews of the governor is control of our National Guard. You know, the federal government does so much that it's just uh, outside the realm of the Constitution, and they do it against the will and, and permission of the state. Uh, where would you stand on something like that? Are you, you know, I mean, you say you're going to look out for the people of Mississippi. Well, I want to be a constitutional governor, okay? Just like we have constitutional sheriffs that mm. believe that— uh, you know, the buck stops with them. Mm-hmm. They're, they're the, the responsible for the law and order of a county. The governor needs <clears> to be responsible for the, for the, for the state, mm-hmm. and that's the 10th Amendment, okay? The, that's state's rights. That's when the, that's already set a precedence. Any law or mandate that comes out of the federal government, as a state, we could say no. We can nullify that. We could say yeah, not man. in our state. Yeah. So this, this is likely what's going to happen. Uh, it should have happened with covid uh, but, you know, they went around it as an emergency uh, order. Uh, th- these were being put in place for decades, literally. It goes all the way back, I mean, we, you know, to the 60s even. And it was set up such that the uh, Health and Human Services uh, Secretary would have total control. So we've got to be ahead of that game in, in the next uh, emergency order that comes down the line because I'm sure this is going to be something. They're, we're not going to have just a normal presidential election of 2024 we can see we're we're living in a banana republic third world banana republic where you have a so-called sitting president crooked joe biden can imprison his top opponent donald j trump okay this is what donald j trump's third indictment but they're going after him for the january 6th event saying Mm -hmm. that he calls this insurrection 
Uh, I was Brooke and I were at January 6th. It was a peaceful. We never made it to the Capitol, but we were there in front of Trump when he spoke. We were there all day. It was freezing cold. <laughs> they, they had shut the city down. There was no public bathrooms, no places to eat. Uh, at the end of the day, we, we started down towards the Capitol. We peeled off to the north to go to our hotel so we could use the restroom. And uh, we turned on the TV and saw what was happening. But, uh, you know, what we saw was peaceful. Now, I, I think it was a... When you know it was an inside job, Pelosi and and those folks, they knew it was a setup. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I can recall, and I can't, I don't know if I saw this on social media or on TV or what, but I saw where Alex Jones, you know, he was on this podium, he was up high, and he had a had a uh, microphone, and he was yelling, "Get back, everybody! This is a setup. Get back, get mm. back!" And so, um, so you know, people went in, and uh, you know, I, I don't. I think breaking the law, I'm not for that. I'm for peaceful protesting, though. As the but, president said. As yes. the president says. And also, these people that did did uh, break the law, they didn't get, you know, I, I wouldn't say walking into an open building is breaking the law. But, I mean, if you get in altercations with the police officers, and some of them were pushing the police officers. Some of them were trying to save lives in that tunnel when, you know, it was it was a— uh, a very uh, si- uh, crucial situation. Uh, lady some, lost her lady life. Lady lost her life. And, uh, you know, those policemen could have just opened up and let the people come through, and they would have got out of the tear gas, got out of the being crushed to death. But, uh, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But bottom line is m- these people didn't get fair trials. And mm. that's another thing. We're, we're not a, uh, you know, here in the United States of America, everybody should there should be innocent until proven guilty. And so these J6ers that sat in the Washington, D.C. gulags, rotting in a way, and did not get a fair trial, this is injustice. And so we're, we don't time. stand for that. Folks, Dr. John Witcher, folks, he is solid. I commend him to you highly on tomorrow. I'll give him your consideration and advise your friends to also vote for Dr. John Witcher. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Ba-bum. All right, folks, we're back. Dr. John Witcher's in the studios with us. Hey, I want to remind you, trying to figure out what you're going to eat tonight. How about your pie? Located at 340 Calhoun Station Parkway there in Gluckstadt on the Miracle Mile, right across from Germantown High. You can have pizza your way, keto, uh, was it, vegan, vegetarian, and the traditional toppings. We encourage you to stop by there. Download the app by going to yourpie.com, savings at checkout. Your pie. And don't forget to try that Nashville hot chicken pizza. Hot chicken pizza that's supposed to be really, really good. I hadn't tried it because I'm not really into the hot sauce thing. But, hey, you can check it out today. Europie.com at 340 Calhoun Station Parkway. With no further ado, we have uh, we got Ralph. Dr. Witcher's in the studios. He's taking questions. Ralph, how goes it, sir? Yes. Hey, doctor. Yeah, yes, he- sir. Yes, sir. I heard you talking about the rural hospitals. Now, has anybody approached you uh, to speak to you and give you money for rural hospitals? They have not. your campaign? They have not. Well, there was a dinner of some kind. Uh, Tate Reeves was, and a lot of people went up there. And some people I've heard were there uh, to discuss the hospital situation, the rural hospital situation. That's why it snapped in my head when I heard you say that. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not familiar with that, but that's, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't doubt it. You know, Tate Reeves is, uh, you know, m- much like uh, Cricket Joe Biden. Cricket Joe Biden's being, uh, you know, uh, we all know Hillary and Obama is, are pulling his strings. Tate Reeves, the deep state rhinos right here in Mississippi, pull, pull his it's, strings. It's looking like that. It's becoming quite obvious. You, uh, did you hear about that uh, governor's dinner they had last month? You heard about that? 
where 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 Pfizer employees were, the leader Boiler was there. Is that what one yeah, you're talking about? The convention, yeah, the convention center, mm-hmm. big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The RNC, uh, yeah, came yeah, down the governor, the governor's uh, Republican big farmer, governors association, big and yeah, you had the Pfizer. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, well, I've got friends that, that that do the catering. You know, they they yeah. fold up the tables, they they yeah. bring the chairs and they, they the food and all like that. And they don't think they don't overhear things. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna tell you something, buddy. You're not going to get any help from the RNC, and neither is Trump. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree. They will. They are not going to give Trump the nomination. He's going to have to take it, steal it, or, or something. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. on your own, buddy. I'm from a very, very blue state on the eastern seaboard, and um, I moved down here to get away from that mess. And I can't stand the thought of seeing this, seeing what's going on. What you're talking about, buddy? Yeah. Yeah. We've got a whole whole slew of deep state rhinos. None of them will say the word Trump. They 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 don't want him in there. Uh, and it's just a fact. You know, we were over, we saw Trump uh, Friday night over in Montgomery, Alabama, and that was at the Alabama Republican uh, Convention. There's a lot of Alabamians that support him, uh, you know, and so, but here in Mississippi, they don't. And that's a big problem because most of the grassroots Mississippians, they want to see Donald J. Trump back in, in, the, in the White House for another, for another term. And I appreciate you, Ralph. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, if anybody can bring our economy back, Trump can. The other thing he'll do is he'll keep us out of World War III. He'll close our borders back down. That'll close sex trafficking down, which he talked about. There's criminals cr- coming across. There's mental mental illness folks that are being released to come across the border. And there's fighting-age men uh, from China and the Middle East coming across. We've got to shut our borders down. We've got to get out of the Ukraine war. He'll get us out in 24 hours. We Look, we're going to be in World War III if we're not careful. We're probably, probably already in it uh, on the inside job, yeah. but— China wants to take us, and we have Dr. to Witcher. stand against them. Dr. Witcher, uh, in these final few minutes we, got, we have here, uh, education, kids, how do you protect us? Well, uh, I, you know, I've got, uh, between Brooke and I, we have four grown kids, mm-hmm. and uh, we have uh, four grandkids with two more on the way. And so, you know, we're in this fight for them, really, mm-hmm. and, and for, for all the young generation. <clears throat> you know, we're, we're all getting older you know, uh, we're, in, we're in our mid-50s. But listen, I'm fighting for our children, for everyone's children. And this whole woke agenda, it's coming straight from the American Medical Association. That is a, a left, radical, demonic group, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. They're the ones, you know, uh, they, they want abortion on, on demand. They want to abort babies outside after the baby's born. They feel like that's the, the mother's choice. Uh, the other things they want is this whole LGBT movement. They believe that, that we should be mutilating our children with these sex change surgeries. This is the American Medical Association. This is also our UMMC, who, who is very much in, in, uh, uh, controlled by the AMA. Uh, the, the, it's the AAMC, the American Association of Medical Colleges, which most all public schools, uh, public medical schools in the United States, including UMMC, uh, beholden to. And so the, the other, so they push this, this whole woke agenda. It's, it's all about, you know, they hate America, okay? They hate us. They hate our way of life. They hate our kids. And listen, bottom line is they hate God. They want us to be a godless, communist nation. And uh, that's just a fact. Um, so we're going to stand strong against them. You know, our group, Mississippi Against Mandates, Dr. Wesley Granger, he wrote a, a very long letter about this sex change clinic that UMMC has. I think that had a big impact on their Big impact on it. Yeah. And they, they uh, you know, they made it illegal. No doctor in Mississippi can operate, do a sex change surgery or hormone therapies on any uh, person under 18. But, Doc, but, let, 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 let me ask you just one quick question. 
How many choices do you get at this sex change clinic? Because they only can do two changes, even though they're telling us there's a thousand different groups of trans. And <laughs> you know, it, it's <laughs> two choices, vanilla it, or chocolate. It's <laughs> about destroying our children. It's about, you know, the one thing, the one thing that a transgender person can't do uh, after they have, certainly after they have sex change surgery, is have a baby. Okay, they, they don't, once again, they want to destroy the whole institution that God has set up. Uh, one man, one woman gets married, be, be fruitful and multiply. They, they want to destroy that. They want to destroy our, our, our whole society. All right. Brooke, you got any comments? I do. You know, the, I, I have been a uh, Sunday school teacher for over 30 years. Mm. My, my heart and my passion is for children and protecting them. And I know the young minds are very impressionable. And, you know, I have to be careful how I even discuss things in culture today with my sixth graders. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the things that they are um, confronted with it's it's pornographic and mm. to me it's molesting the minds of children to present things that are um they, they have no business even knowing this information at all they should not be presented with many of the materials that are present in libraries today and uh, moms for liberty and other groups have coalesced in recent years and just come roaring out of the background to make this information known and they're getting pushback from school boards from libraries and we we cannot trust the the schools with our children anymore we have to be strong we have to be vigilant and we have to be on top of it to keep uh, this trans agenda this pornographic material away from our children and um, I, I just think we, we we cannot sit idly by and allow this information to be promoted and championed the way that it has been all right, we have Bruce Bruce on the line. Bruce. Hey, buddy. Hey, man, how you doing? All right. Come on. Hey, I, got a, I got a question for Dr. Witcher. He's listening. Yes, sir. Hey, I know you don't get to pick a lot of your staff, but who do you like for lieutenant governor? Because I know you got to work with them, but you don't get to pick them. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I'm, you know, I don't, I'm not for Delbert Hoseman. He, he's, uh, he's done a lot of things that, uh, you know, he, he's a Democrat, he's, basically. He, he's sketchy. Of, he's he's, he's out dusty. Of, out of 52 senators, okay, there's 16 Democrats, and he put 13 of them over as chairman on powerful positions. It didn't have to do that. Okay, that's one thing he's done. Uh, the other thing, I don't know if you've uh, listened to Mayor Mary lately in Madison, but she's endorsed Chris McDaniel because uh, she says that Delbert's secretly set up meetings with uh, left uh, – with uh, radicals that you know they want to uh take and combine uh, madison or and rankin and with homes and other counties to mm-hmm. and so uh so anyway delbert hoseman is, is not he's not for for uh for uh freedom he's not for individual rights he's for he's for delbert he's he's for whatever makes delbert uh, uh whatever gets him the further so i'm for chris mcdaniels if you look at chris mcdaniels voting record he's very conservative I think he he's very he's very I much. I think like you guys me. will make a good team. Yeah, I mean I we're gonna. We'll I mean, bottom line, listen, we, we've got to fight the enemy back. I mean, the enemy is is in the camp. We we've got to. We needed warriors that will fight them back. And this whole, you know, take edu- We need to educate our children, not indoctrinate them. Critical race theory is a good example. Okay, this is about dividing. Bruce, we appreciate your call, buddy. This Thank is you, about dividing our children to to hate one another, and uh, and hate our country. 
we want patriotism in our schools, okay? okay. Uh, and, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to put patriotism classes. We're going to teach uh, our children the real heritage and history of, of America and of Mississippi. And we want them to be proud of our heritage, proud of our flag, and proud of, of, of our our, our God. All I right. mean, th- our God-given rights. I all mean, right, Bruce, I, Bruce, we appreciate your call. Thank you so much. You know, uh, all, right, we, all right, thank you. Now, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, the final few minutes of the second hour of the Kim Way Show with Dr. John Witcher, candidate for governor on tomorrow. He's looking for your vote, Dr. John. Yes, sir. Thank you, Kim. We're so glad to be back here, Brooke and I. Hey, listen, this is it. People, you guys have to come out and vote. If, if you believe that we're in a war, it's time to act like a warrior. Come on out and vote for an outsider. Vote for uh, the little Trump here in Mississippi. That's me. I endorse Trump. We don't know what's going to happen next year. But listen, we need a governor that's an outsider, that's not an insider like Tate Reeves, is not bought off by the deep state. Listen, we have a uniparty in, in, right here in our nation and in Mississippi. We don't have Democrats and Republicans. We have a uniparty. We have two groups right now. We've got patriots who love God and love this country, and we have traitors. Bottom line, if you're a patriot, if you love God in this country— then you need to come out and vote for me, John Witcher, tomorrow, and I'll be your warrior. I'll be the we the people. We'll stand together. We'll come together. You'll uh, Listen, I'll suit up, show up. I'll report to you on a daily basis, and I'll let you know what's happening, and I can't be bought off. I can't be corrupted. I'm going in there, and we're going to bust it up, and I'm going to tell you. I'm, I'm going to tell the truth, okay? I'm a truth warrior, and we're going to get the truth out to you, the people, and we're going to expose them all. So come tomorrow, vote for John Witcher for governor. Well, I, I approve that message. <laughs> I can tell you, he is a, he is a man mm-hmm. that in his career, he's always put his patient's well-being first above the hospital protocols, above the profits. And that's, that's just his integrity. Mm-hmm. And that's what he would do for Mississippians. He would put the citizen above the federal overreach, above, you know, whatever the you know, agenda is out there. He's going to look to the well-being of each individual citizen, and he doesn't put everybody in one category. Mm. He's he's going to be he's going to be a man of that has the courage of his convictions to stand against the enemy. All right, you know, uh, folks. To sum up all this, uh, he's one of us. He, what what you and I learned at the dinner table. One of the things that. Why we all love Rush Limbaugh because he just reaffirmed what our parents had told us. And John is that type of guy. He come from that same environment. And you don't have to look around if right's being done. He's already in the fight. He's already in the mix. And that's what you want. You don't want somebody that you got to constantly have to go check on like it's a three or four year old who's gotten quiet in the other room. You got to go see what the hell's going on. You know, he's going to do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. He's not motivated by uh, or incentivized by somebody because he could have took the money during COVID if it was about the money. That's not what it's about. It's about the principles and the freedoms that we enjoy. He wants to pass it on to his kids and his grandkids. That's right. So, John, uh, tomorrow, uh, starting, what do you need right now for 
Well, I mean, you could donate. I mm. mean, we're gonna we we you know we're running up a bill as we go, so you can go to Witcher for Governor W I T C H E R for Governor F O R Governor dot com. You hit the donate button. Anything will do. Give a dollar. Give give five dollars, twenty dollars, whatever you want to do. One thing, I'll have your name. If you donate a dollar, your name will be there. And mm-hmm. hey, I'll know you're, you're voting for me. Mm-hmm. You know, we we've got Heather uh, Sellers is right here with us. She's our campaign manager. She's a professional. You know, we have to pay her. We you know she's she does a fabulous job. She mm-hmm. travels with us. She's out there pushing. And so we have bills to pay. And so if you want to help us do that, do that. Tomorrow night we'll be at the Hilton on County Line Road for our August uh, for the for the election party, and so come out. Starts at six until whenever. Until it'll be all night. If you want to get a hotel room there, <laughs> we're going to have hotel rooms, and uh, you know, get you a room and stay all night. And let's let's come on let's down. Figure it out. Vote tomorrow. We'll be reminding you, Brooke, John. We appreciate you coming in. All God the bless best. you. Thank you so God much. Bless you. Yeah, thank you, Kim. I'll be back. Twenty two hours. See you on the radio. Peace.